Do you have an item or two or seven in your closet that you've held on to for a long time and you're not sure why? Like it doesn't fit or it's out of style, but it holds some type of significant meaning to you. Well, whether we realize it or not, a lot of our identity, our personal history, and even sometimes our self-esteem can have a significant connection to what's hanging in our closet. We hold on to things that maybe, just maybe, we should let go of. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of stillbeingmolly.com. And this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, a CEO, nonprofit director, community leader, or just an amazing person who is trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact right where you are. My guest this week is Essence Hill, a personal stylist and shopper, designer and professional organizer. Essence is an incredible woman who I have long admired and respected. And she's actually a dear, dear friend of mine. And the heart and passion behind what she does is so inspiring to me. I got to have her live in the studio, which I love doing. And just the opportunity to sit down and talk about the heart behind her business and how the impact of losing her mom has impacted her life and her business and so much more. I just, oh, this is such a great conversation. And I know that you will love her as much as I do. So without further ado, on to my conversation with Essence. I have an extremely stylish and amazing friend in the studio with me today. And I always get so excited when I have people live in the studio because so often I'm talking to them through a computer. Um, But today I have my just dear friend, Essence Hill, who is here with me in the studio. Essence, thank you for being here. Hey, Maui. Okay, you look, one, I mean, I know you're a stylist, so like this is what you do, but you walk in this office and I was like, look at her. Okay, so I just want y'all to paint this picture. Okay, Essence is just beautiful. And she has this like all black outfit on and then these amazing black tassel earrings and then bright red lips and then these amazing glasses that are like red, red framed lips. Lips. They are amazing. Yes. Thank you. I would look ridiculous in those glasses. No, yeah. <laughs> and yet I'm like, why does Essence always look amazing on point? Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you make me blush. Uh, so before we get into the Essence 101 and just really who you are and your story and mm-hmm. everything, um, let's how, when did we meet? Because I was trying to think about this actually yesterday. And I was like, I know we met through blogging and we met through Trifab. But I don't remember like when we met because I just kind of feel like I've always known you, but I know that's not true. Yeah. So I don't know that moment we met. I think I knew who you were before you knew who I was. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) it was kind of, I think I knew you from Instagram. Yeah, I don't, it's been a few. It's been a few years though. Yeah, I think I just had like a number of bloggers say, "Hey, do you know about Trifab? Do you know about Trifab?" So I yeah. found out about Trifab in your blog, and I think we met at something involving our photographer at the yes. time. Yes. Well, maybe we did one of those blogger shoots yeah. together. So for those that don't know, so Trifab was an organization called Triangle Area Bloggers that I'd started here. Um, in 2012 when it was really just an organization that I just wanted to like have an excuse to meet other bloggers um, but I made so many amazing friends through yeah. it and so um, yeah but it, I guess like yeah it must have been and then back in the day we would do um, these like bloggers day out shoots where mm-hmm. we would basically take like four or five hours and shoot 
outfits like all day and it sounds yeah, like, like a lot of fun outfits. it's a lot of work yes it is it was so much work and we get so sweaty <laughs> a lot of work I don't know what I was thinking I know but but they were fun they were fun and we, yeah. we made good friends through it yes it was a great way to connect and network so yeah 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 and so um I wanted to have essence here today because I have just I was telling her before we got we started recording um I have seen essence just transform over the years um and she's always been amazing but she's just really inspired me uh, because over the years I've seen you just really begin to walk into a purpose that God has for you and the doors that he has opened for you um and uh and just your passion for um you know styling and your passion for organization and all these things which you know on the surface sound like very kind of like superficial type things and Mm -hmm. I always talk about that too as a blogger Mm -hmm. but when we really peel back the layers of the onion and we get to the heart of what those things do as as serving other women Mm -hmm. um, and really helping them to um, coming alongside them and helping them to find their purpose and all those kinds of things and um, I just am so inspired by by you Um, and so that's why I wanted to have Essence in the studio today. Um, Thank you. So Essence before we get like really dive into all of that, um, I'm going to have you do what I have all my guests do, Uh-oh. and that's give the essence 101. So tell us who you are Ugh. and how you got to where you are today. Who am I? I'm Essence. <laughs> who is Essence? I am exactly what my name is, and I'm a Raleigh native, so that's how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, in the geographical region. But how I got here as far as styling and the career and blogging and all that stuff. Honestly, I've always had this passion for fashion. I think it started because as a child, um, my parents were very fashionable. My mother and my father um, were both very well dressed. But I'm the youngest of four girls. Mm. And by the time my mom got to me, I think she was tired. (laughs) I think a lot of moms can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. She would, um, Easter became, me and my uh, sister, who's 18 months older than me, we always had the same outfit. I did not like that. <laughs> I wanted to pick out my own clothes, but it was it was just easier to go to JCPenney and buy the same dress, the yeah. same hat, the same shoes. So I, as a child, always wanted to rebel against dressing like my sister. Mm-hmm. So when I got a job... That's exactly what I started doing. And my first job was in retail. So I took full advantage of my little 30% discount and (laughs) I began to transform. I could finally say, look, I bought this and this is my style and this defines me versus my mom deciding my budget for styling and clothes um, or what exactly I was going to wear. So that's where I feel it started for me mm-hmm. was um, in childhood. So in high school, you know, I, I was I wasn't best dressed, but I was one of the best. Yeah, dressed. you were always like you walked into <laughs> school looking as good as you do. <laughs> I, set, <laughs> I set a standard, um, but I, I wasn't. I was still. Uh, I'm I'm introverted, so I still wasn't as bold or as confident as I am now, mm-hmm. and I certainly didn't understand. Back then, you know, there wasn't an industry for styling and um, personal shopping as as trendy as it is now. Mm-hmm. Everything has changed. So being able to monetize something like that, then 
I had no idea. Um, and um, during college, I thought girls who dress nice and got attention for dressing nice was a negative thing. Mm. I never wanted to be known as the girl that could just dress. Yeah. Because to me, that was superficial. You like beyond that, what else were you? Mm-hmm. So I shied away from the compliments or the attention behind my clothes because I didn't want to be just known for that. Now I'm just known for that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Which God is funny? weird. It's like, <laughs> he took the thing that you were Which like, is weird. Yes. struggling with and yes. then, yeah. So, um, yeah, here I am. And so you started blogging. I started blogging. Um, my background is in the legal field. So I was a paralegal for 10 years. I did not know that about you. How yeah. did I not know that? Yeah. So oh this goodness. is this is the official how I got started story. Yeah. So I worked at a law firm. Um, I was in the legal field for 10 years. And I would go to work at a law firm dressed with animal print heels <laughs> A polka dot skirt and a green blazer. Yeah. And half the people were like, what do you have on? And then the other people were like, oh, that's kind of cute. I I would have never thought to put that together. Yeah. So I became the cubicle chick where people would literally come to my office and see what I had on every day. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. (laughs) So that turned into me going to the mall with my coworkers at lunch. Mm. Help me find something to wear. What would you put with this? Take me to get those kind of shoes. So that's how I got started. And uh, Christmas parties. Oh, Everybody wanted me to dress them for Christmas parties. Um, So I began doing that. And literally, I was at the mall joking and... I had my coworker with me, and this guy was like, he saw me helping her. And he was like, who are you? And I said, I'm a personal stylist. <laughs> and he was like, I've been wanting to do that for years. I have to get your information. And he runs off and get a pen. And me and my coworker are laughing <laughs> like, oh, my God, what am I going to tell him? Because <laughs> it's not true. Yeah, I work at a law firm. And I gave him, I got his information. I didn't give him mine, and I never called <laughs> Literally, that's how I got started. Wow. That is so how it's like I a started. fake it till you make it. Exactly. You're like, I'm a personal stylist. Exactly. Speaking it into existence. Exactly. I did. And I changed my Instagram at that time. I had my legal information, paralegal, blah, 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 in my profile. And I, I changed it and I said, I'm a paralegal by day, a personal stylist by night. Before I ever had a client. Yeah. Before I ever had a client. So that's how I got started. I love it. So now, I mean, for those that, that don't know, so, and obviously can't infer, but um, uh, so Essence, you are a personal stylist. Mm-hmm. You're also a personal shopper for mm-hmm. people. Um, you are an amazing, um, you do a lot of organization for people. Um, yes. I actually hired Essence last yes, summer to come yes. and organize my closet. But you have a skill set that is a really unique skill set that not everybody has. And, and that's one of the things that I, I have tried to do through this podcast is 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 
showcase so many different types of people who are using the skills and the gifts that God has given them to Mm -hmm. serve other people. Whether it is you are really good with spreadsheets or you are really good with, um, you know, designing things or whether you're an artist or an author um, or a stylist like we have all been given gifts by God and how do we use those gifts to serve others and so one of the things that I know about you is so you 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 realize that you have these these skill sets you're really good at organization Mm -hmm. you're really good at styling at what point did you realize you know other than you know you telling a guy in the mall that you were um, a personal stylist um, which is amazing I love that story (laughs) Um, at what point did you realize like this is something that I I think people actually need help with and how, how can I use this skill set that I have, whether it's organization or styling, to serve other people in this way? Um, I think the very first closet organization client that I had made me realize there's a need for this. Mm-hmm. Um, she she had also been someone that I had shot for and, and styled, um, but her um, she had... Uh, hot water heater damage from her attic come down mm. into her bedroom. Her home was destroyed. They had to redo everything literally from the ground up. Oh my goodness. Um, so she called me to come in and do her closet once the um, construction was complete. And I walked into her closet. After a disaster like that, you never know what – Um, organization means to somebody getting their life back in order adding structure um, after something that devastating happens Um, so when I organized her closet um, going into closets is deeper than what it sounds Mm -hmm. it's much more than um, getting rid of shoe boxes and putting things in color order you get to see um a person's wardrobe, what it means, what they've held on to. Mm-hmm. Um, and this particular client had transformed not only um, her home in the construction, but her body. She went through a tremendous uh, weight loss journey. Mm. She went from like a size 20 to a size six. Wow. Well, what I found in her closet were all those old clothes and all those old sizes. Mm. And this had been years. So it wasn't like, you know, an instant transfer. She had been small now for years. And I said, why are these still in here? And she just, I don't know. I'm scared I'm going to use them again. Mm. So I knew then, like, it's it sounds like, oh, you organize closets and hangers. It's much more than hangers and shoeboxes. Like, you get to... It's like therapy. It is. It's like therapy getting someone to come in and clean out that old you. Um, so that's when I knew it's much more and and this business has purpose behind it. Man, I I would have never thought about that yeah. until and and I just think about even um for me like it was funny because my husband when I told him that I was like I'm hiring my friend Essence to come and organize my closet and he's like well why and I was like well one it needs to be done it is a disaster um but I I have found for me um just getting kind of deep here um last year after the loss of two pregnancies I 
realized how much like decluttering and organization and like cleaning was therapeutic for me. And after those losses, like I just started to purge things. And I didn't know why until I was in therapy actually Mm -hmm. one day and I was telling my therapist, I was like, why is it that I'm doing this? Like I am compulsively organizing and cleaning things and I'm not even good at this. Like I'm not an organizing, an an organized, I, I mean, I'm, a clean person, but I'm not good at organizing things. Right. I was like, so why am I compulsively getting rid of things? And I'm compulsively trying to like just move stuff around. Like sometimes I'll realize that for like two hours, I haven't actually done anything. I've just been like moving things around. Mm-hmm. And um, and she said, it's because it's what you can control. Mm-hmm. And you feel out of con- mm-hmm. control right now. And you feel like your life is out of control. You couldn't control the loss of your babies. And so what you can do in this moment is like you can control control the cleanliness of your house or the organization of your house and um and it was like oh my gosh yes like that's exactly it and I until she verbalized it like that for me I never thought of it like that and so but one of those like just overwhelming things for me was my closet like and I I had gained a lot of weight from the pregnancies and things were just not fitting me right and I was just really struggling because I was holding on and like I had gifts in my closet like that people had given us like baby gifts you know and like things like that um you know my wedding dress that doesn't fit anymore the dress that I wore to our wedding um rehearsal dinner that doesn't fit anymore Mm. and those kinds of things that just like I was really struggling with that and to have you come in and like clean that out for me and like organize all that stuff and it forced me to like face some of those things that I'd been holding on to and I didn't know why yeah and when when it was done it was like this weight had Mm -hmm. been lifted off and it just it's amazing how that that simple act of having somebody else come in and do something for me that I couldn't even emotionally do Mm -hmm. because there were even like you and I talked about this there were even boxes in there um in my closet of my mom's stuff yeah and um, I want to talk about that in a second. Um, but there was there was boxes in there that my dad had given to me of my mom's stuff um, and that I couldn't emotionally go through. Mm-hmm. But I was forced in that moment. I was like, I have to go through this stuff. Yeah. I can't hide from it anymore. And it's like there's such a like it's like closets really become such a metaphor for the crap we hide in our lives. Absolutely. And you going into somebody's closet and like literally helping them clean the crap out of their lives yes that's transformational for people it is it is and it's not just transformational and therapeutic for my client it's for me too like Mm. I enjoy knowing that this Mm. structure and this system is gonna make you when you wake up tomorrow after I'm here going into this new system where you can see everything and everything that's not supposed to be there is gone mm-hmm. or there's just a system or a label to show you exactly every everything has a place now mm-hmm. and if it doesn't have a place have a place in there it, it shouldn't be there yeah um, so yeah i i really really enjoy it 
I'm sorry to break from this amazing conversation with Essence, but I wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsor, and that is the Happiness Planner. The Happiness Planner is one of my favorite brands. They design the most beautiful, inspirational planners, journals, and notepads. I personally love the Happiness Planner because it helps keep me on track and find joys every day. They also have journals that focus on different themes, such as confidence, gratitude, growth mindset, purpose, so much more. Great tools to help you become more self-aware, happier, and more fulfilled. And for those of you who like to use apps, which I know I do, the Happiness Planner is also available as a mobile and web app. Now, how is it different from other calendar and to-do list apps out there? Well, on top of like schedule and to-do lists, it comes with functions like monthly goal setting and reflections, meal and exercise recording, gratitude journaling, happiness, health, energy level tracker, and daily inspirational quotes and articles. It's incredible. So you can check out their web app at thehappinessplanner.io or download the mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. And you can download their printables for free from their website, thehappinessplanner.com. And if you want to shop today, you can use the coupon code code live with purpose for 10% off. That's live with purpose for 10% off at the happiness planner.com. Now back to my chat with essence. So one of the things I wanted, I, I did want to talk to you about is that we've, we have in common is that we've both lost our, our moms Yes. and, um, that loss, we've had conversations about this Ooh. before, um, is that the loss of our moms individually, I mean, uh, losing a parent is difficult for anyone. Um, I mean, losing a loved one is, is difficult, but it's something when like when you're a young woman mm-hmm. and you lose your mom mm-hmm. and it's a club that nobody wants to be a part of. Um, it, but once you're a part of that club, it's like you have an understanding for that person. And in different ways, the loss of our moms has impacted our lives and how we see um, ourselves like living out our purpose and, and living out um, a higher calling and um, and really wanting to leave a legacy so um, I would just love for you, um, you know, share as much or as little as you want. But, like, how has the loss of your mom impacted you today? And when you think about, like, the legacy that you want to leave and um, you walking in your purpose and inspiring other women. Do you have some tissue out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will get some. <laughs> um, how my mom's death has impacted me. Wow, that's uh, that's a deep and loaded question. Yeah. So I'll try not to get too deep or too long. Okay. But um, I lost my mom when I was 28 years old. Um, and I was living in Seattle, Washington at the time. And... Um, as I said before, I was the youngest of four girls, um, but me and my mom just had this, not to take away from my other sisters, but we had a, I feel, a closer um, relationship because I was at home the longest mm-hmm. and I was at home um, by myself. You know, my sisters had all, you know, moved out and got married. I didn't leave home till I was 25 years mm-hmm. old. Um I just didn't have the desire to leave. Yeah. And so I think all of that was on purpose. It was, there was a reason. So um, I stayed home until I was 25, decided at 26, oh, I'm going to be grown now and not only move out, I'm going to move out the state to the (laughs) West Coast. Yeah. So um, 
long story short, my mom um, was in a car accident uh, while I was living in Seattle, Washington. She survived the accident. I came back during her um, rehabilitation phase to kind of help her restructure her life and take her to doctor's appointments. So I was literally, I flew back here to um, help her with that transition. So over the next 30 days, me and my oldest sister were here to help her through that process. Um, She was fine. By the time we left, she was driving again. She was like healing. Um, So the time that we got to spend with her was amazing. And um, it was like role reversal. We became the parents. Did you take your medicine? Did you mm-hmm. don't? It's time for you to lay down. Let's eat. Um, we became her caregivers. And we flew back after doctors released her and said, she's good. 30 days after that, she passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, life hasn't has not been the same since and I know people say oh my mom was my best friend and like everybody says these things when they lose someone or you hear people say I think about her daily or every moment it's the truth Mm -hmm. like it is the truth for me there is still still not a day that there is something in my life that connects me reminds me what my mom would say what my mom would do um so the transition into that reality was hard Mm -hmm. it was hard because not only was I not here um I'm I'm in another city like trying to process that that this is my new reality um the following year I came back to North Carolina um to help my dad because he was a mess like Mm -hmm. this new normal of my mom um, was a stay-at-home mom like she she ran the house my dad was a truck driver so him not being able to figure out home life without her was hard for him so I moved back and when I moved back I was totally not prepared to start the mourning process all over again moving into her home driving down the street going to the store it was so hard. There's just that's a part of the grief process people do not talk oh about. Oh my gosh. Is reliving and like having to go through that stuff. And like when you have to go through their belongings and you 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 do everyday things. Oh yeah. I mean literally like going to the Chick-fil-A by her house like you're like, "Oh my gosh, she's never going to like it's it was it was hard and I know people go through things and losses and to it's an unmatched loss is all I can say. It's mm-hmm. an unmatched loss. Like it's a fulfillment. I know people have stepmothers and godmothers and things like that, but there, it's just an irreplaceable love that you cannot describe. It's been tough. Um, so what has gotten me through that, how I've been able to function um, is God, mm-hmm. my prayer life. Um, I'm a dreamer. Yeah, I have always been a dreamer. So I had dreams um, forever. Um, but I had one specific dream prior to her passing um, that I know 
God gave me. Mm. And that dream was that um, she was in this in this beautiful, beautiful house. And there was this amazing door that connected the dining room of the house. Very weird, a door in the dining room. And every time she would go to the door, she would turn around and go back to the table and not go through it. And so um, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know the significance of the dream. But um, before she passed, I shared it with her. And she said, that's my confirmation. And I said, what does that mean? She said, I have been having this reoccurring dream about this door forever. And every time I see it, I walk away. And she said, now when I see the door, I know it's okay to open it. So that dream for me and her transitioning a month later was pure confirmation of where she is now Mm. and where she will be eternally for me. Um, So there have been those dreams that have given me peace, just prayer. Um, Like, I don't, I don't, I know people don't always have a relationship with God. And it seems cliche to say, God got me through it. I'm telling you, like, there's no way I would be here even able to tell this story right now without tearing up and crying. Um, if I didn't have a relationship with God, if my mom didn't have a relationship with God, if that structure wasn't already in place. Um, so yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Essence. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what is the legacy that your mom left for you? Like what is just, what is the greatest impact that she had on your life? The greatest impact that she had on my life is her, her relationship with God, the legacy of Christianity, of spiritual truth. Um, My mom was not raised in a Christian home. Um, She went through, that's a whole nother podcast of what (laughs) my mom grew up seeing and experiencing. I mean, everything you I just don't understand um, how she was strong enough to even um, get to a place in her life to get to God Mm. because of what she went through as a child. Um, And so knowing that she was um, physically abused, sexually abused as a, as a child and still became this amazing person, this, uh, you would have never known had you not heard her tell her story that this, these are the things that she's gone through. Um, The other thing is my mom, um, she got, when she was pregnant with me is when she gave her life to God. Mm. And so I feel like, again, I'm a little special because (laughs) of that. And so that legacy, that gift um, was passed on and given to me. And that's what I carry in my heart. Like to, make sure not only I uphold God's name, but her name and, and what she has given me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I can just say that I've seen you give God glory in everything that you do. And even as you have, you know, pursued this, 
this passion and this dream for you know a, a styling business and an organization a personal organization business and all these things again which um, like we, we talked about at the beginning is sometimes like on the surface like those things seem very kind of just surface level but I've seen the impact that you've had on so many people um, I mean and even just really cool opportunities like you've had the opportunity to style like the wives and girlfriends of like Super Bowl players yes like yes, yes. So please tell that my mom again, let me tell this part. So my mom um, had a boutique in Raleigh. This is before there was a Triangle Town Center. Yeah. Any of that right off Wake Forest Road, really close to Panera and Ruby Tuesdays. So she had this boutique. Her The name of her boutique was um, Designs Especially for You. OK, um, so she had her clients and, you know, all that. I was totally not interested at the time in anything about the business and like I knew about it, but it just like, okay, she's dressing people for church and like, it just wasn't me because it didn't relate to my style and my friends. So I didn't understand it. So anyway, um, fast forward, I, after her, after she passed, you know, I have all these things, all her business cards, all her business information. And I'm like, you know, the, the business had already closed. So I'm like, what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that, as far as legacy, I wanted to carry on something regarding her business. Mm-hmm. So I began a jewelry business and I took designs, especially for you, and turned that into Defy. Defy Fashion is the mm-hmm. name of my business. So that business went from a jewelry business to a clothing business to what it is today, um, I customized jackets, camo jackets, adding patches. Like it was, it was trending for the past two years. How I got my jackets to the last two Super Bowls? Yeah, I was gonna say because <laughs> the last two Super Bowls. I'm just saying, okay, so if I can somehow introduce you to the girlfriend or a wife of anybody who plays for the Cleveland Browns, okay? To get them to the Super Bowl? To get them to the Super Bowl. Because I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, if if Essence (laughs) Essence is styling the women of Super Bowl winners... Two yes, years in a row. Two years so in I'm a just, row. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, so, my gosh. Anyway, but, yeah, so tell, like, how did that even happen? It's crazy. So this business, um, I began marketing and uh, posting on Instagram only. Instagram only. I didn't. And w- one thing, when you become a blogger or a stylist, you're your brand. You're a representative of your brand. I wanted a separate business where I'm not the face of everything. Mm-hmm. So that's how I marketed that business. So um, I somehow was, I didn't know anybody. Nobody introduced me to NFL wives. I attracted that market because that is the market that I wanted to get into. I wanted a a level of um, clientele that understood the value of the product I was offering. And I knew that they, you know, they, they're going to these games. They want to be trendy. They want it. They want to look because they're photographed like with the winners. Exactly. So I tapped into that market. So it didn't, um, I, I began building clientele with NFL wives and even some, retire NFL player wives and uh, they kind of it's kind of like school they 
everyone they all know each other. They know each other and they want to wear the same things, believe it or not. And so if one has they go, Oh, where did you get that? Where'd you get that? So it started that on so it started on social media and that's how I built that business. How they got to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I literally both years have been surprised by this. Yeah. Um I had a client like I didn't we didn't know we did not know and I think the wives are a little bit nervous because they're at the games and they kind of they're used to the disappointment of like oh we're going home we're not going to make it so I remember the first year the Eagles go to the playoffs and I'm like we're going to win like I'm I'm all of a sudden a fan (laughs) I'm like so I'm sending a message to to my client I'm like we're going to win we're going to the Super Bowl she's like I don't know I don't know and I was like no we're going and um she had I had already you know designed the jacket and sent it to her and she um so they win fast forward they win and I still don't know that she's going to wear the jacket to the Super Bowl until the day of the Super I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> like, I'm so, you would have thought I won the Super Bowl. Just, I know. Like, you that's were so how excited. excited. That's how excited I was. Like, you don't know, like, that little jacket from Raleigh, North Carolina, from this little girl in Raleigh, like, not that I'm, you know, just No, I know what you mean. Like, who am I? How did I get there? Like, it was so exciting. To see, like, but to see a creation of yours, that to see something that you touched. designed. Yeah, yeah, like, that's amazing to me. And, again, this year, same thing. Like, um, this um, client, she had she already had her jacket. Like, I don't know. They can, win, they can yeah. wear anything in the world, any designer in the world. And for them to honor my work and what I've done for them at such a legendary moment. Yeah. Like it means the world to me. Like you can't tell me I don't have a trophy in my house just from that. It was so cool because I mean, even I saw pictures on social media, like, and you know, pictures in, in like on the news and the magazine, like you would see the players with their, with their wives. And I'm just like, I know know who designed that jacket. I know who made that jacket. Like, you know, it's, it's little things like that. But I love how even like in a moment, that's just so fun as a designer to see your eyes. Items, you know, on a national, international stage like that. It's just, in, it, it's a really big moment. But I just loved the thing that I, I noticed about you is like the moment that that happened. And I saw those pictures floating around social media and things like that. Like you were so quick to just give God glory and everything. And you were just like, these are opportunities that God has opened up for me. Yeah. And it's created an opportunity for you to grow your business and, and grow um, and impact more people. You know, in a, and you're really, like I said, you really are helping people, um, you know, in an area. Because like kind of like what we talked about at the beginning is like a lot of times like our outer appearance is a reflection of how we feel on the inside and mm-hmm. and by building up self-confidence and um and really like walking um you know not that those things define us or they're there we don't find our our identity in those things but they're a reflection they can be a reflection of who we are mm-hmm. and how we feel and um like I said I'm just I'm just so inspired by you I love you so much um Thank and you. I just um, thank you for sharing um, your story. And um, I did not know that about your mom, that she had that boutique. And like mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh, okay. It all makes sense. All makes sense now. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yes. 
Um, well, Essence, uh, before we go, there's a couple things. One, um, if people are local or just they're interested in working with you, whether it's through organization or personal styling or anything like that, how can they best get in touch with you? Social media. Mm-hmm. You'll catch me on social media. Um, so my personal styling page is uh, Essence Heal, E-S-S-E-N-S-E. H E E L because you are a fellow Tar Heel fan. Yeah, just say yeah. <laughs> so you can follow me there, um, and that's all social media um, is Essence Heel. Um, my closet page is Essence of Closets on Instagram. So follow me. Um, send me a friend request. Yes. I don't mind. Um, yeah. That's how you can find me. You're amazing. Thank you. Um, Okay. Well, now is the portion of the show where we're going to transition just a little bit um, before we go to ask some fun get to know you questions. Uh And as my (laughs) listeners know, this is also the part of the show where my executive producer husband inserts like a sound effect or a movie clip or quote uh, to transition us. Okay. So we don't know. We don't ever know what it's going to be. So Essence, um, are you as ready as you will ever be? I guess. (laughs) That's what I can't stand about the internet because it's messing with my fashion game. I feel like I should be able to wear what I want, when I want, however many times I want, as long as I Febreze it. Like this dress, I wore it on the red carpet for Girls Trip, and my whole team, they told me, Tiffany, you cannot wear that dress on SNL. You already wore it. It's taboo to wear it twice. And I said, I don't give a dang about no taboo. I spent a lot of money on this dress. (laughs) This dress costs way more than my mortgage. This is Alexander McQueen, okay? (laughs) It's a $4,000 dress. I'm gonna wear this dress multiple times okay would you rather have unlimited sushi or unlimited tacos for life tacos tacos yes, yes. i don't do sushi <laughs> <laughs> um okay what cheesy song do you have totally memorized cheesy baby shark because <laughs> because of your niece I, I don't have kids but i have a niece so i don't know why i know these Which, words your niece is like the cutest I love her. She is so stinking Thank cute. You. I cannot even handle it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, what is your spirit animal and why? Uh, cheetah. Cheetah. Yeah, that is very cheetah, fitting. Cheetah. Because I could make some shoes in a bag. And, um, yeah. Cheetah. I like it. I like it. Um, do you have any unusual talents or skills that we would not know about? Yeah. Um, I'm hilarious. Um, yeah, you are hilarious. I have um, like this comedian streak I can do. Not not a like I can't do imitations of like a celebrity imitation, but like I can go out here and copy molly and someone would be like oh my god you sound just like molly like (laughs) but i have to do it spontaneously like it's not a rehearsed do molly you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that's my like hidden talent (laughs) (laughs) i love it okay and then my last question is what are you most grateful for today health Mm. health i'm grateful for health life yeah the thing that we take advantage of just like the activity of your limb the being able to wake up and stand up um i'm I'm thankful for health um because everybody does not get to get up and walk around and do what they love mm. so i don't want to take advantage of just the ability to live life yeah your health yeah yeah i completely i completely agree um those are things that yeah you just 
you don't even think about until you something happens, something happens yeah. and um, just taking every moment um, and just taking nothing for granted and, and just making sure that you are grateful every single day for the, the little blessings and the big blessings mm-hmm. and everything in between. Um, Essence, thank you so much for coming in. And I just loved getting to spend some time with you and sharing your story with the podcast listeners. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for you, friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad I came. I would love to know what you loved about this episode, or if maybe there's something that inspired you or something that you learned. Let me know on social media. You can find me at Still Being Molly or at Business with Purpose Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget that hashtag Business with Purpose Podcast. And another huge, huge, huge thank you to our sponsor, The Happiness Planner. Visit thehappinessplanner.com with code Live with Purpose for 10% off. And don't forget the app is at thehappinessplanner.io. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you are a first-time listener of the show, welcome. Be sure to visit the archives for past shows featuring incredible entrepreneurs and business owners who are literally changing the world with their businesses. And if you're a regular listener of the show, thank you for tuning in week in and week out, and thank you for your support. Be sure to head on over to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Radio Public, wherever you listen to podcasts, and make sure you click that subscribe button. That helps to make sure that you never miss a new episode of the pod. And while you're there, would you take a moment to leave a review of the show, pretty please? Leaving a review helps me to know what you are liking and how the show is personally impacting you. This show is edited by my incredible husband and executive producer, John Stillman, and the music is by Mark Killian of Third Wheel Media. Thank you so much for listening and go do something good with purpose on purpose. Purpose.